Well, welcome to Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. We're so glad that you're listening to the podcast. Of course, here is Shane Bishop. My name is Mike Wooten. This is a podcast. Podcast based on a podcast. A podcast. Yeah, everybody's doing podcasts. But we're, we got something else going. It's called Cutting Edge. Cutting Edge. We're on it. We're man. a podcast. A podcast say, based on leadership and helping people in their Christian lives. But I also think we're we're just kind of on the edge. Uh, I think we are really kind of setting new trends. Yeah, I think we're on the edge of irrelevance uh, and uh, complete capitulation to uh, really making no impact at all anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I think that might be hyperbole because, Mike, I, I looked. There are people who actually listen to our podcast. There. When did you look? Recently? Yeah, yeah. I looked and it said X amount of people mm-hmm. have listened to our podcast. And it was a lot have of people. Ever, have you ever seen those blogs, those books that are like, 10 things you shouldn't do to be successful. Yes, I'm yes. wondering if we're kind of in that genre. Oh, I think so. I think we do a lot of things wrong. <laughs> you know, you know, for one is we have no sponsors. That's one. And, and, the, and the other thing, Mike, I know I joke about this a lot, yeah. but we've had people volunteer and, and say we would be happy to be a sponsor. We had one person that was, uh, I mean, could have really been a, a great sponsor. Mm-hmm. We don't seem to act on anything. You ever notice that? We get opportunities. We just let them sail by, yeah. man. We wave at them as yeah. they pass us yeah. by. Before long, Maybe. they're gone in the distance. Yeah. I feel like we fail to capitalize on opportunity. A follow-through podcast may be important for us to listen to, and, and maybe that would help us in our podcast. Maybe so. Uh, maybe so. Because I'm thinking about all the money that we've made yeah. as podcasters. I, I got zero going here, and I'm thinking you're in the hole because I know you <laughs> bought some swag. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, out 20, of your own pocket. 2020, uh, I think I did that in You've got some on now. Yeah. It's a navigating change with Shane and Mike thing, yeah. though it doesn't say it. No one would have any idea what it is. <laughs> no, not this one. No. I do wear a, a hat to the gym consistently that has uh, – the navigating change to Shane and Mike on the side of it. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, since Melissa's uh, contracted cancer going through chemo, she has a black navigating change with Shane and Mike hat that she says fits her head perfectly. (laughs) She wears it all of the time. So one of our fans of our podcast, my dog Coco, (laughs) tried to eat the hat, right? Uh So if you look at Melissa's hat, it has actual bite marks from a dog. She wears it anyway. So I think that says something about our podcast. You know, in a character, Melissa is so supportive. She is. And she's also tough as nails. Tough as nails and supportive. Yeah, so both of those work really well. Both of those are really, really good. Supportive in the sense she doesn't listen to the podcast. (laughs) She advertises for us. But she does advertise for us, even though it just has the logo and no one would have any idea what it meant. Yeah, yeah. Well, Shane, here we go. We're going to get into the podcast today because we do have some good content coming uh, people's way. And we're going to talk about... You seem excited about that, Mike. I really you am feel like Because a lot of times you're, you're up here and you think, we really got nothing. But today, yeah. you're thinking, boom, we if got we, something to if offer. If we had a, a video medium with this, people would see me just get up and just kind of look at the corner for a while. Well, people would see that I'm asleep most, <laughs> most of the time. When I'm talking. Yeah, right. <laughs> then you kick me under the table <laughs> yeah, to wake yeah. up and say something. Going, yeah. Let's keep this going. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we're going to talk about, with leadership, just being criticized, Shane. And I think a lot of people want to aspire to be these great leaders. Uh, maybe really known leaders or just leaders at their job. But gosh, there are some, 
I wouldn't even call it fine print. Uh, criticism is going to come right with anyone who's trying to lead. We live in a polarized culture. So here's the bottom line. Unless you are at an extreme polar end, you're going to be criticized. Because if you're at one end mm. or the other, the other end is going to completely ignore you. And so you'll just be in an echo chamber with people that think like you. Mm -hmm. But if you try to have any sense at all these days, if you try to find any middle ground these days, yeah. you're going to be criticized by everybody. So I'm going to offer this, Mike. Here in 2023, personal popularity is essentially impossible on a wide scale for any leader. So Shane, we're going to talk about something that you put out on Rev. Shane L. Bishop on Facebook, your professional page here, and the article is called Leaders Must Lead. So let's get into this content right away. First thing you say about leadership for leaders is base decisions on your organizational mission. Yeah, I think your mission statement for whatever your organization is, you've got to let that guide you and you have to make strategic decisions to move it forward. So for me, we exist here at Christ Church to connect people with Jesus Christ. So that has to guide us through challenging times. What is it we are doing that is going to better enable us to be effective in our mission? You can't start with how is it going to go over. Mm. You have to start with is this in line with our mission? Does it add value? Can't talk. You can't think about what's the most popular choice. You there is. Talk there are no popular choices. No matter what you do, it's wrong. Shane, you've also talked a lot about, if we just talk about personally, people need their own personal mission statement as well, right? I, I think so. Because again, it becomes kind of a, a guiding uh, light for their lives. Yeah, and to give you a little example, social media, for example. I have a mission statement for my social media use to, uh, to celebrate an authentic Christian life. That's really simple, but there's a lot... So, Let's say I got something political I want to say. Is that celebrating mm. an authentic Christian life? Yes. Let's say there's something I'm just upset about. Yeah. Okay. Is that celebrating an authentic Christian life? And as a result, there's a lot of posts I don't make because yeah. they do not line up with my mission. Yeah. I'm with you too, Shane. There's a lot of things I see on social media that I'd like to have a little fun with and make fun of. Sure. But I also know that people don't have my same sense of humor. Right. It can be taken out of context. It may even offend, even if I'm taking it lightly. So I too, uh, you know, think about what's kind of the bigger picture, the mission of my life when I'm online as well. And the, and the reality is, Mike, no matter what you do, you're going to offend somebody. And if you don't do anything, that will offend someone as well. So you just need to make sure that what you do is on mission. I don't want to take heat for things that are off mission. I'm happy to take heat for things that are on mission. Shane, what we kind of started off uh, this leadership podcast today off, uh, with is just that criticism is inevitable. Is that what you've seen through your leadership? Yeah, no matter what you do, how successful you are, how good your past decisions may have been, you're going to be criticized. So you can't be naive about it. It comes with the territory. If you're afraid of bucking bulls, you really shouldn't join the rodeo. And leadership is the rodeo. And the bulls buck and they have horns and they try to gore you. It's just part of it. So if you don't have the stomach for criticism, right. 
I don't think you've got the skill set to be a leader. And I would say this for someone who aspires to be a leader, if they think God is calling them to be that, this is a part of that discerning process. If you don't want to be criticized, you may not be hearing from the Lord or, or that path may not be uh, the path you should be on. Or you have to get ready. Shane, you've talked about people getting uh, toughening up their skin a little That's bit. Right. And there's ways to do that. There definitely are uh, ways to do that. But I would also tell someone who doesn't have kind of thicker skin, uh, be careful not to bite off uh, more than you can chew from a leadership perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you just, I, I know, I hate to say it, but it, there's never been a worse time for thin-skinned leaders because no matter what you do, my, my classic is when we reopened the live worship after the pandemic, we opened really early compared to a lot of churches. And I remember walking into that opening thinking, if we open too early, half the country is going to criticize us. If we open too late, the other half of the country is going to criticize us. And if this is the perfect day, everyone is going to criticize us. And I think that's just the reality of leadership these right. days. You're just going to get criticized. You have to deal with it. Shane, one of the things I love about the article and the in this next point is that maybe for someone who wants to aspire to leadership, uh, realize that they don't have the tough skin yet, but if, if they just stay with it, um, they'll be able to kind of thicken that stick, uh, th- thicken their skin as time goes on. Absolutely. You know, blisters turn to calluses. And skin really does get tougher over time. Uh, you know, you you grab a, a rake in the fall and you rake your yard and you don't ever do it. You know, you're you're going to get blisters on your hands. Uh, if you do that every day for a few months, uh, you're going to have calluses on your hands. And the reality is, the longer you lead, the tougher you're going to get. And if you don't get tougher, you're eventually going to get bounced out of leadership anyway. Yeah, and there are ways, you know, Shane, one of the things you've helped me as a leader is as you've uh, done some development with me, which I appreciate so much, there's ways that you supported me. There's some things you could have probably just thrown me out and let the dogs eat me for a while. But uh, as I've trusted you to kind of give me some support, it has thickened my skin quite a bit. So my point is for maybe a younger leader, if someone wants to support you, if there are some people around you uh, that can help you go through that process, take advantage of it. Don't get the Superman, Superwoman uh, mindset because you you might just uh, get eaten alive out there. Yeah, and I would say this to mentors. Uh, if you're mentoring somebody, you can't shelter them, but you do have to protect them. Mm. So you can't shelter them. You need to let them deal with a little bit of, of pushback from their own decisions, but you do have to protect them. Uh, because a lot of times, uh, young, even really gifted people in an organization, they just don't have the position to to be able to protect themselves. There, there's a certain vulnerability to it. So when I mentor people, Mike, I you know, let's say you make a decision. I'm sitting there thinking, eh, it probably isn't going to go over great, but it's not bad. I, I'll probably say to you, it's not what I do. I mean, I've said that a gazillion times to you. It's not what I do. Uh, and if you want to go through it anyway... You're going to get a little bit of pushback. I've sort of already implied that I anticipate you will, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let the dogs eat you. You're right. You know, and Absolutely. I think that's the 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 balance. If you're a mentor, uh, don't shield the people you're developing because they've got to get those calluses. But you do have to protect them. You can't let. You can't just leave them to the dogs. Shane, one of the things I've observed in life, and there's actually been 
really kind of stories that I think exemplify this is that there are some people who do have a gift to get influence and leadership right away. They almost have more skill than they have integrity. That doesn't go well. Um, we really have to guard our personal integrity if we're going to get into leadership. Do you agree? Yeah, I remember a football coach. I forget which one it was, but a big, big football coach in the college level. He said when he recruits uh, assistant coaches, he said he, he's looking for talent and and skill and knowledge and communication skills and character. And he stopped and he goes, let me tell you something. If they don't have character, but they got everything else, they're going to be a nightmare for you. And I have seen so many times uh, leaders, you, you're going to have to endure a certain amount of criticism. But you can sure make it a lot worse by doing dumb stuff. You can sure make it a lot worse by not guarding boundaries. So I'm just going to say, in the simplest of all terms, if you want to be a leader, you're going to get criticized, but don't let your lack of impulse control, don't let your failure to establish boundaries, and don't let your own stupidity add to that. Those are things that don't you don't have to be criticized for. I remember we had John Acuff come in uh, here to speak he at the great, church. He was great, He was incredible, but he actually had some, you know, some data, and he, he's an incredible public speaker, and he brought up a chart and said that, you know, sometimes we, uh, we want these highly skilled people, but we also have to make sure they have character, and if you can find someone who has this skill and then a an ability to learn and grow in high character, you want as many of those people in your organization uh, uh, or whatever pursuit uh, you are going after. And you know, Mike, as we hire people, one of the things I think about all the time is just because you have strong character doesn't mean you're going to be hired. But we can't hire anyone that doesn't have strong character. They'll be a disaster for us. Absolutely. All right, our final point for today, Shane, when it comes to criticism, you said this, let people know you're rational. What do you mean? Well, what I really meant was rationale. Oh, Hopefully your rationale is rational, Mike. But yeah, let people know your rationale. Some of the worst parents in the world will say to their kids, because I'm the parent, that's why. Right. I, I've seen bosses, you know, why are you doing this? Because I'm the boss. I think it's the worst Bad. rationale in the world for making tough decisions. So I'm just going to say, if you're a leader, don't be defensive or terse in the face right. of criticism. Be open, be approachable. Let people know that you're thinking through things. Let them know you've listened to others. Uh, let them know you might be wrong, but yeah. for whatever reason, you're in charge and it's yeah. your call. I just don't think you have to be in a bad mood right. or defensive about making decisions. And I don't think there's anything weak about giving an explanation. And I think if you hire younger people... They want an explanation a yeah. whole lot more than baby boomers yeah. wanted from their being open, non-defensive. It creates uh, it creates a close a team closeness, right? So. And and there's times where I think a leader has to create some distance. There's also times when you want closeness. Another thing, Shane, is um, uh, sometimes uh, pe I tell this to people. I tell this to myself. It's one of my growing edges. Earlier, you got to laugh at yourself when you make a mistake. Oh, absolutely. And if, if we're going to do leadership, we're in front of people all the time. <laughs> Uh, if you have jobs like we have, uh, you're speaking in front of people a right. lot, and you know you have to have in your in your tool belt. Uh, tool belt is just laughing at yourself because mistakes are going to be made. If you get caught up on those mistakes, it's going to be hard to move forward. And the more leadership responsibility that you get, you don't have time to waste on little mistakes right. uh, from the past. Well. My my thought would be take your vocation seriously, but don't take yourself too seriously. 
we're, we're just people, you know? And, and one of the things I've noticed, Mike, is that some of the most successful people I know are married to people who are completely unimpressed with them. <laughs> and I think that is one of the greatest gifts you can possibly have. You know, I, my close friends, I, I don't have anybody close to me that, that you know, thinks I'm wonderful, <laughs> They're, they yeah. just, I'm just a guy, yeah. you know, I'm just a guy. I, I tell this story a lot, but when I was like eight years old, I spent the night with my aunt Sue and my uncle and I, I, they had pizza and, and soda. Well, we never had pizza and soda when I was growing up, you know? So we, I got there, I ate way too much pizza, way too much soda. We're supposed to be spending the night in their basement. I threw up all over their brand new carpet in the basement, <laughs> you know? And no matter how successful I am in my life, no matter how old I get to be, when my Aunt Sue looks at me, she sees that kid that threw up all over her carpet. I just yeah. think there's something wonderful yeah. about that. Yeah. There's something honest about that. But I do think you need people who, who really aren't impressed with you in your inner circle. Otherwise, uh, you lose perspective. Shane, as we close up shop today, do you have any other thoughts about leaders leading and the criticism that comes with it. Well, the only time it's easy to lead is when leadership is not required. So if you don't need leadership and you are and you have a leadership position, you got a big office, you probably get paid well, you don't do much, you get lunches. You know, I mean, it, it's easy. But in difficult times, that's when you find out who's a leader. One of the things I think about a lot historically is uh, General George McClellan in the early part of the Civil War. You know, McClellan probably would have gone down as one of the greatest generals of all time if he wouldn't have had to fight. <laughs> uh, he was great at praying, and he was great at everything except fighting. And sometimes I think that we people who are in positional leadership, uh, they wear it well. But there will always come times when you have to lead. And when you have to lead, it's not glamorous anymore, and it's not fun anymore. And no matter what you do, you're going to go get criticized. But leaders are always going to have this peace in them, Mike, mm -hmm. that uh, says for such a time as this. When times get really rough, when there is all kinds of chaos flying about, true leaders will have something inside of them. And they go, this is your time. This is your time. This is time for you to go now. That is that intangible piece of leadership. This is your time for leadership. Well, thank you for joining us for Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. To hear more from Shane, you can go to RevShaneBishop.com or search for him on Facebook. Of course, you can go to RevMikeWu.com or search for me on Facebook as well. Thank you for joining us and make sure that you keep the change. <laughs>